there. Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, your intuitive life and development coach. And this episode, we are going to talk about the law of attraction. I was meeting with someone the other day and was explaining how energy works with the law of attraction and how we've gotten some mixed messages and actually said to her, hey, I should do an episode on this. And so here I am doing the episode. So stick around, would you? VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut. It's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. So thanks for staying and being willing to listen about the law of attraction. We hear a lot about it, especially if you visit any section of the bookstore for self-help or personal development, anything like that, and the energetic world. It's a big topic, and for good reason. I mean, it's pretty exciting once you know about it, and I thought that I would share what I know about it, how it's worked for me, and how I've seen it work beautifully for the amazing clients that I have in my life. And first of all, what is it? Well, the law of attraction is pretty much what it says. It's considered a law. It's not in like the judicial books or anything like that, but rather a law of energy, a, a law of the universe, if you will. And I don't know who determined it was a law, but it's a pretty good word, so we'll use it. So attraction meaning that like attracts like, right? What is pulled to you? When we attract something or someone is attracted to us, there's a pull there. There's some kind of magnetic resonance that happens. And because everything in our universe is energy, atoms bouncing around, of course they're going to be um, influenced and want to connect with the ones that are feeling the most uh, similar. And where the law of attraction can be tricky for some people is I find that they will learn a little bit about it and hear that, well, if something is attracted into my life, well, then I must be the reason that this is happening. And I feel like I just want to clear up a little bit of that stuff because like most things that are bouncing around in our universe and that are shared of information, and I certainly don't believe I'm the end all and be all. However, <laughs> there is a lot of overstating that happens. And I think there's too much blame that goes around and therefore people can often feel the the you know blames twin sister shame around things when they hear about the law of attraction and manifesting and creating the life that you would like to have and all of that when it's not happening. And that is tricky. And it's something that I see every day in my coaching practice. And I hopefully help people to relax a little bit about, but also to shift their energy so that it can work for them. 
So we are magnets. We are adorable little magnets that are bouncing around in this world and bringing into our field what it is that we would like to experience. Now, to be clear, this is not always what we are cognitively wanting to experience. So sometimes, well, actually very often, not just sometimes, there are uh, happenings in our life where we are witnessing or experiencing things that we'd rather not go through, a conflict with someone, um, a job ending, a tripping over the cat in the hallway kind of thing. Um, and what happens is, yes, that is part of your experience. And yes, I do believe on some level you pulled that into your experience, but it's not all done on a conscious Gee, I would like that when it's mm, something that seems uh, to be challenging or difficult. But we are pulling everything in because, like I said, you are cute little magnets. And I think it's part of our soul dance with our physical self to learn how to navigate this energy of magnetism with some thoughtfulness, with some preparation, with some planning, with some downright magic about it. Because once you're aware of the law of attraction, it can magnify, pun intended, the joy that's in your life. And honestly, it makes being this human, being a human or in this human experience just a smidge easier. And the reason that is, is once you are aware that things aren't necessarily happening to you without your say or your even your control, there's a, a, a couple things that can happen. One, you can feel that, oh good, I have some say over what's coming in or how I see my life, how I experience my life. And two, there's less of a feeling of victimhood that whatever's happening to us um, or for us and around us is not necessarily random acts or um, things that are, you know, designed from the very time you were a soul. So I feel like the mixed message is that Yes, we do come in as this being who's wanting to learn things, who's wanting to expand and grow, and there are tools that we can use in order to do that. And some of the messages around the law of attraction, there was a book that came out called The Secret that you may be familiar with. Um, Think and Grow Rich was out in the 60s. Um, Abraham... The Teachings of Abraham with Esther and Jerry Hicks. Jerry, who has since croaked, but Esther Hicks is, is still doing a beautiful job teaching. They are, they are some of the tools that are out there that you can use to understand a little bit more of it, because this is going to be an overall view, not necessarily get into the nitty-gritty of it. So some of these books, though, have 
and some of the teachings and some of the podcasts and geez, all of the information that's out there right now uh, can be confusing because yes, you are a magnet and yet there are, there have to be experiences that you're not consciously drawing in because that's part of our learning curve, right? So your super conscious, your spirit self, your metaconscious, everything that's energy has a sense of where your soul and where your human self is wanting to grow. And then that can pull in information and that can pull in experiences and it pulls in people and it pulls in opportunity. And it's being willing to explore this, see what resonates with you and to apply it in your own life that can make a dynamic difference. I did have a challenge with The Secret when it came out because I felt it was very materialistic. I felt like it was, this is what you can create in your life. And it was more on a, you know, the job, the the partner, the boat, <laughs> the trips, things along those lines, which are all fantastic. And I admittedly use the law of attraction for these things and have studied it and apply it to have I don't have a boat I don't think I'd want a boat that's a lot of work however as I digress off of my own subjects um I felt like it was too materialistic and because the balance of being physical and non-physical I do believe is in having the great things around us, having ease, um, you know, having a warm place to live, all of that kind of stuff. But those things are not what bring true happiness. That boat is not. It's still going to be the experience on the boat with the people you're with, um, the seeing the world, being out in nature. That's what brings the joy and the increase in the vibration. So it's, it's important to be aware when we're talking about the law of attraction that we're actually talking about what is my state of joy. Like, where is that within me and of me so then I can then offer that out as well? So the creation of a life in balance or a life that's truly happy will go out exponentially because you'll want to share. And I feel like if we're best using the uh, magnetism that we are, we are pulling to us and then we're offering it out as well. So, and that will also expand what gets brought to you. And I'll go into more detail about that in a little bit. So this law of attraction is happening whether you're conscious of it or not. And when I teach my classes and I work with someone, I will almost make them promise me (laughs) that they won't look in the rearview mirror and judge anything that's in their life or that they went through before they knew that they had some kind of um, process or some kind of contribution in what's going on in your life. Now, I'm going to say right here, right now, we never manifest as a child abuse 
um, that's not on us. So I want to be very clear about that because that's what I hear a lot is that, well, I must have asked for it, deserved it, um, done something in a past life. Please stop that. Um, I must have some kind of debt to repay. Please stop that too. Um, and get present and see where you are now and deal with the energy from there. And that will help considerably in your life. So once you're aware that you have this capability, it's like that expression, use your powers for good. I feel like it's important to be paying attention to what are you emitting what kind of frequency, sound waves, energy, what are you giving off? So what I ask for is once I explain what the law of attraction is and how it's been working in their life, for them in particular, uh, I ask that you can look back. You can definitely look and see and understand you know, from whence you've come and what led you to the place that you're in now and where your beliefs came from and, you know, what might have created the storm of whatever was happening in your life and also what helped to create the great stuff. Like where were you really in alignment and you were flowing and things were happening left and right and you couldn't necessarily explain that. You just thought it was good luck. It wasn't luck. No such thing as luck, people. You create what's in your space. So take credit when something is going well that you lined up your energy in some way. So when you're looking in retrospect of, you know, a relationship or a repeat in relationships where you meet up with a different person, same scenario over and over again. Yes, look at that. Absolutely check into How is this happening? Why is it happening? What is my contribution? What message am I sending out that I'm being met with the same frequency or the the, um, opportunity to learn? That's important. But if you go back and you look in your rearview mirror and you judge it, you're offering that energy forward as well. And this is what the law of attraction thrives on. It's the feelings, it's the energies that you're you're exuding. So it doesn't know if you're talking about 10 years ago or if you're talking about right now. So essentially, we live in a universe of yes. You get what you ask for. So if you're complainer, if you're a complainer and you you like to retell the story over and over and over again, well, then don't be surprised when that same situation is showing up again and again and again. Because according to the energy in the universe, you know, it says, I don't, if you're saying, I don't want to date losers, or um, this always happens to me, and it's not in a supportive way, the universe is just, then the energy and the intelligence of the universe is going to say, okay, she must want more of that. Okay, he seems to like that story, so let's go give him more. And it takes some effort, and I'm going to talk about it after the break, of how to apply this so that it's not as 
difficult because again, we don't have to make this so hard. Um, Part of learning all of this is to bring ease to your life and to have you not working as hard as humans. So if you're looking back, you're creating forward. Let that sink in for a minute. If you are looking back in your life and you're repeating the story, you are creating it right in front of you right now. And the balancing act is to be able to look at and to feel and to process what's happened while at the same time holding the energy of solution or holding the energy of at least a shift. You know, if you were absolutely frustrated by something, can you you know, shimmy the energy a little bit to get to um, neutral and then look at it from there. I will often say to people, including friends and family and, you know, my own beautiful kid understands that I will not sit in the shit with you. I just will not do it because that's not serving. I will empathize. I'm a good hugger. Uh, But I'm not going to sit in whatever story you're talking about. If everybody needs to vent. So um, in my world, you get about five minutes and you can vent for five minutes because everybody needs to let that little pressure cooker go sometimes. And then after that, what's the solution that we're looking for? What's the shift that we would like to happen? Because I decided a long time ago that if I was... Um, you know, being part of that complaining aspect with someone, I was helping them manifest in their own life. And if I'm going to help you create something and manifest something, I want it to be something that serves you. And whining and complaining and having um, this, you know, negative Nelly aspect about life I can't join you in that because I have to answer to my soul when I cross and I want to meet up and say, hey, I think we did a pretty good job. So when you're with someone who's maybe in that habit of telling the story, it can be it can be challenging. It can be very scary even sometimes to suggest that that's not the best course of action, that perhaps looking at, okay, I'd like a different scenario um, and I would like to see a different outcome, what do I need to do now in order to shift that? Or what do you need to do? And asking the questions of, uh, are they aware of the law of attraction? (laughs) So it's a beautiful thing to feel empowered And to feel like you have a say in your own life. And, you know, as kids, we're not really given that. And then we go through life with the wiring that mostly was installed before seven years old, sometimes up to 10. And it takes the combination of wanting something different, wanting more. More is fantastic. You know, the soul comes in and every lifetime it wants to experience more and more and more. The having of more, more joy, more experiences, um, more connectiveness, more soulfulness, 
more money is fine. It absolutely is. It's, are you still in alignment with yourself? That's so important. And if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you know, alignment is very important to me because when I see people walking around and I feel it within myself and someone's in alignment, it's just the most amazing energy. It's the most intoxicating, uh, still legal energy that's available to us. And that's important, I think, for us to strive for that. So when we're talking the law of attraction and figuring out what is it that I want, sometimes we have to look at what I don't want in order to know what it is that we do want. So it's okay to do that. I'm not saying enter a world where you're oblivious to things that aren't, you know, 100% sparkly and unicorns and rainbows and all that. I actually think that doesn't serve us. I think if we're willing to look at what's not feeling great, we can then shift it to what would feel good. So the law of attraction is not instant mashed potatoes. It doesn't happen the minute you say it. There's a phrase that went around in the um, in the, the world of energy practitioners of cancel, cancel. So someone would say something like, um, um, well, the newest phrase that actually I don't like is that kills me. Uh, please stop saying things like that, guys, because words are powerful. Energy is powerful. And it's it, the energy of all things magnetic and collaborative is listening. So, you know, let's watch our words, okay? And be be careful about your words. Be smart. Let's be smart about our words rather than careful because I don't want to put that connotation to it. Yeah, so this there was this statement that some people probably still say where they say cancel cancel. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Unless you're in a repetitive pattern of saying those things all the time of feeling like you don't deserve greatness or happiness or a good hour. Um, unless you're in the practice of of looking in the lack of life, you are not going to manifest in that one statement you just said. And you kind of look like a ding dong when you say cancel, cancel. Because, or you look like... Um, you're from Hocus Pocus, which would be really cool because it's a great movie, but it doesn't work that way. And I think this is something, this is one of those messages that when the law of attraction came out and it just blew up into popularity, it was one of the statements or one of the the teachings that went around that, oh, it's like the magic eraser. There, It's fantastic for your bathtub, but there really isn't one for the energy and and um, nor do you necessarily need to um, employ it. So, not instant mashed potatoes. It takes a consistent 
vibration and a consistent offering in order for something to create, to manifest. So this is a good example of why it's important to be conscious of your words, of your energy, of your beliefs, because it's that consistent um, time after time that actually shows up in the physical because everything happens in the energy fields before it happens in the physical, which is exciting to me because that also means if I see it before it gets to uh, full manifestation, I can maybe, you know, tweak it a little bit or shift. So the, the biggest takeaway I think we can use with the law of attraction is this is yet another mm, tool. It's another uh, way that we can, um, we can expand our lives and at the same time merge our first sense with our other five senses because a lot of the 99.9% of the law of attraction works off of how you feel, not what you're saying. And this is also why that cancel, cancel thing uh, is just... Um, not the most effective way of going about something. It's how we feel about a situation. It's how we feel within ourselves. You know, that conversation that you have within, not the one that you're posting on Instagram or that you're, you know, um, giving a line of hooey to other people. It's how you truly feel inside that ends up creating the... Um, physical manifestation and the physical manifestation when you you know are looking to get a promotion or you want to um, level up in that next physical challenge the uh, physical the, the manifestation of it the actual coming true if you will happens when there's been enough of an offering that you reach uh, a tipping point and then it gets to come into the physical. So the taking inventory in your own life and looking at what is working and what's not working uh, is impactful and necessary if you want to truly create what it is that you would like to have in your life. So we're going to take a little break. I'll come right back and we're going to go into how can you best apply it um, and what are some of the blocks to manifesting and then wherever the energy takes me. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybaird.com slash booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicky's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that 
literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there's a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Thank you for coming back, for sticking with me, and for wanting to learn about this powerful subject because it's the one of the easiest things to learn and yet also one of the most challenging to apply. Learning about the law of attraction, great. What you ask for is what you get. Um, it, learning to apply it takes lifetimes of practice, but that doesn't mean that you can't um, completely you know, kick up your game in this lifetime because the, the, as your life shifts, you're going to naturally want different things, right? And you're, you're going to uh, hope to experience a, a, um, a new level of understanding, just like raising your intuitive abilities. You know, they keep changing, they keep going up. And with that, uh, with some conscious effort, <laughs> your resonance will keep going up. Um, none of this is given to us. I think that's important for people to hear. And I don't mean that as you have to slog your way through life and work so hard and do all of that. What I mean is whatever the energy is available to everyone. So those who are paying attention, those who are listening to their own inner guidance system, um, and those who are willing to say, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> How do I shimmy and shake it and shift it to a place where something can work um, are the ones that will you know, kind of rock this human experience. So the law of attraction is working whether you know it or not, whether you know of it or, or not. So it's in effect because I, I'm not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that it's our magnetic pull that keeps us from flinging out in space. And that's how I think of the, the law of attraction is what is it that I would like to experience today, whether that's a parking spot, um, whether that's a conversation with someone, um, maybe it's an increase in business, uh, maybe it's the... Uh, being able to make it through, you know, 13 burpees without falling flat on my face or wondering why I'm doing this. So it applies everywhere. And whether you know about it or not, it's present. So one of the things that gets in the way, it, it's very common. Um, it, it gets in the way of everything, right, is our doubts or our fears, and part of the reason this of uh, this is there are so many different laws of laws of this laws of that, and I'm not going to go into all of them today. I don't know all of them off the top of my head, so I can't go into all of them today. However, they are all in effect, and one of the things that 
is most challenging, I find, for people is what's also called the law of paradoxical intent. And that's when when somebody's in session with me and say we're working on lining them up to a position and for bringing in income, whatever that is for them, that they would like to see be created. Um, Because of my practice and my wiring, I'm able to feel when someone is in conflict with themselves. That's one of the best parts of my job, I think, is seeing someone at their true, true self and accepting, okay, this is where they are. And let's see if we can... Um, can I articulate that to them? Uh, does it resonate for them? So seeing your soul as it's in truth and then bringing that picture to life for you. So a lot of the times when I'm asking someone you know, to get clear on what type of work do you want to do? How many hours do you want to work a week? What would you like your income to be after taxes? Um, what type of people do you want to work with? Do you want to work from home? Do you want to, do you need an office? Do you need other people around you? Like what is it that you would like? And people rattle off the list because we've thought about it, right? And this will be coming from a very cognitive place. And maybe you've thought about it because you've again that what you didn't want You're now aware of what you do want, and this is beautiful. Make those lists, do those vision boards, do the visualizations. It's all extremely um, uh, powerful and applicable. But the paradoxical intent comes in when someone is not honest with themselves completely. And we all do it. You know, you put that little voice away, um, or you feel maybe I'm not smart enough to run my own business or to go for that next level of promotion. And that doubt or that fear might be running in the background as a uh, program or as a message in there, a belief system that's getting in the way of someone offering you that position or you deciding to jump and do your own business. So this paradoxical intent is the way that it I read it, is that someone is telling me something with their words and their energy is telling me something different. And it might only be off by a few degrees or it could be way the heck off in the bushes. And we have to go in there and get it and bring it over in front of us. And sometimes it's about bringing clarity to the situation. Is that truly what you want? Would you like to be home all the time? Um, and working virtually. For some of us, it's fantastic. Um, For some people, that that doesn't line up. So it's being willing to feel both what resonates and what's out of resonance that can help you apply the law of attraction. And I feel like the law of paradoxical intent is so important that it needs to be talked about whenever we talk about the law of attraction because we have to be willing to look at that um, conflict that may reside within us. You know, maybe you were told not to ask for too much or that that was greedy. And that would be an example of what might be living inside as a paradoxical, uh, like a conflict, truthfully. 
So when we look at this, I may use some neural pathway work. Uh, I may, well, I very often boldly come out and say, this is what I'm feeling. Does that resonate? And that's, you know, sometimes tears come up because truth brings emotional catharsis. And um, when that happens, it's so beautiful. It doesn't always feel so great. But then, you know, by virtue of the word catharsis, it feels like something's been released because at least we're being honest with ourselves right now. So sometimes I've worked with like young adults whose parents are telling them what they should study in school or what direction they should go on in life. And they've bought into it because they want to please. And then when I'm working with them, I'll be like, ah, it feels like, you know, maybe this isn't your um, desire, your calling even. Um, It feels like it's so out of whack and that's why you can't get yourself to class. And that's why um, you maybe don't get the FAFSA forms done or whatever the case may be. You know, looking at what you're what you're bumping into will help you further fine tune yourself in the law of attraction. I think it's important to look at it with somewhat of an observational state. So, no judgment. This simply is you're taking inventory, um, and you know we we got to dig in. We got to be willing to look at the emotions that are not as great as well as the ones that are fantastic, right? Because you're not going to go through your entire life and um, have it be all up on the higher end of the frequency scale. The part of being here and experiencing things and growth is often through contrast. So the more excited you get about seeing the contrast, uh, the more efficient you will be in directing your energy and the more efficient you are in directing your energy the law of attraction will work for you and not necessarily feel like you're banging your head against the wall so um sometimes through this process i'll i'll meet people who will say yeah 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 i know about that but you know it seems like a lot of work well isn't the other (laughs) Uh, bumping your head into things and and not um, not listening to self or doing things over and over again, dating that same person or having the same boss um, or you know having income, having good amount of income and then losing it all and then having it, then losing it. Uh, isn't that tiring? Isn't that exhausting? I think it's much a much straighter route to look at yourself and say, honestly, without riffraff and without other people's perceptions or opinions, what is it that that you would like to see happen in your life? And I've said this before, you don't have to rent a billboard out. You don't have to tell people. I would actually recommend that if you're manifesting something and you have an idea of what you would like to create, and you have naysayers in your world, don't share it with them because your energy will be influenced and it will create a, it can create a doubt within. And again, that's just a lot of extra oxygen that's just not necessary. You know who the people are around you that are supportive, uh, share it with them or 
you know, share it with your guides and with your soul self. It's not our need, even though our um, social media world would suggest this, it, it's not necessary to share everything. Um, but if you're not looking at how your life could shift and you're only kibitzing about things, you're being lazy. And there's no way around that. You're being life lazy. And I don't think being always on is is necessary, nor is it feasible. Yet there has to be a consciousness about living or you really are just going through life. Um, once you become aware of this, ease into it. Learn a little bit about it. Pay attention to the words that come out of your mouth. Listen to how you're talking to, about yourself and subjects and what life is. And, you know, I know about this stuff. I follow it. I live it. And yet there isn't a week that goes by that I'm not catching myself and finding words or a habit that are revealing themselves that I then need to be intentional about shifting because that's the evolution that we're in. That is the expansion of self that is happening. So if it's the paying attention that can get exciting, uh, when someone brings to me or suggests something uh, that I could do differently, I may not always agree, but the looking at it is exciting for me to be able to say, am I acting in that way? Did I give off that energy? Um, and, and what do I need to shift if so? Um, that to me is exciting. It's like when I have um, some clients that will say to me at the end of the session, okay, what's my homework? And I have always loved homework you know, I was that kid that came home from school and did her homework because I love the process of completion. I like seeing something through. So if it's still in my highest intention, I'm very okay of leaving something if it's not going to um, create a um, forward-moving energy, if it's just going to be difficult. So some of the things you can do to become more lined up with yourself is make a list. Write stuff out. Do a stream of consciousness. What would you like to see in your life? Most importantly, how do you want to feel in your life? So um, we all know I love a stage and my intention is that large stage. I love crowds. So I love the energy of group work, and that's how I feel when I'm talking to you guys, even if I'm the only one in the booth. <laughs> um, I feel the crowd, and I love it. So um, what's important in order to create that for myself is I had to put myself in that space and that energy more often than when I'm teaching a class, doing a live event, doing this podcast, right? I feel that when I'm writing something up. I won't sit down to write a course unless I'm feeling that energy of this is so exciting. I love the energy of a group, the dynamic, how it can shift in just seconds by one thing that you say or the collective contributing to 
you know, one person's greatness, um, meaning if there's someone in the audience who's talking and all of our energy is focused on that person, oh, it's just the best. And because everybody wants the best for that person and then they can feel it and then, oh, it's just amazing. So it's important to feel how you want. It's important to allow yourself to feel how it would be when it's created. Now, you may not know for sure because you're not there, right? But you know that you want to feel, what do you want to feel, excited? Do you want to feel smart? Do you want to feel that you are capable, um, that you are free-flowing, that you're, you're allowing yourself to be easygoing in whatever the situation? Do you want to feel articulate? You know, how does that feel? How does that get inside your cellular self and you experience it beforehand? So like I said before, the law of attraction does not know you're looking in the rearview mirror. Well, it also doesn't know that you're not there yet. So if you bring in and you draw in that experience and you feel that um, lit up whatever it is for you, you know, did you just make the best meal and you want to scream it from the rooftops in a very uh, joyful way? Well, then feel that before you get into whatever it is, the physical aspect that you need to do. So say you're in this one I'm working on, I'm still uh, in process on is like, do you want to feel going into a workout how it feels at the end? It would be fantastic to, you know, that feeling if you've done it before, um, go get that feeling and start the workout with that energy. Ah, about 50, 50 with us. Um, so stop tripping over my own dang feet. It would probably help, but (laughs) Oh, see, there's an example right on the spot of how to shift, how to catch it. I heard it after it came out of my mouth. And so if I continue to talk about how I've fallen flat a few times this year, um, then I am going to put that out into my escrow account, so to speak, my collection place, and then bring to me, draw to me more of those experiences. So, um, it's it works that quickly. It, there's I don't really have a filter between my brain and my mouth. So the what I feel, what I think, what I download comes <laughs> right out. So sometimes I hear myself after I say it, and then I will stop, like I just did, and redirect it. That you know I'm grateful that I have. The, the level of fitness that I do because I heal rather quickly. Um, and then I will also look at, well, what are the energetic components behind this? Why am I tripping over my feet? And, um, and why do I feel like I have to fall in order to move forward? And that's something that I work with and within myself and understanding that that's not necessary. That's a new awareness for me. So, you know, stay tuned. I'll um, <laughs> check in with you later and let you know how it's going. So we're never an expert on these things. We know them. We know how to apply them. And you can see them in in someone's life when they are applying it, um, 
And yet everybody is so individual that there will be your own unique, beautiful, um, completely expansive offering and request of energy coming from you because you are you and we're not cookie cutters, thankfully. So make those lists. Make the list of what you would like to bring into your life. That's fantastic. Do the vision board. But take the time to feel it. And it's important if you feel like this isn't possible, whatever you're asking for. When I teach the vision board classes, um, I walk around and I will feel what someone else is feeling um, in their process and quietly suggest that if you're putting on your on your board that you would like to bring in a quarter million dollars and yet somewhere inside of you there is a feeling of resistance to that well then dial it back do 200,000 uh, still feeling a little resistance 175,000 oh, a little better but there's still a little bit of resistance. 150,000, I can get on board with 150,000, right? So that's a, a, a simple way to explain how to line up with what it is that at this moment, where your resonance is, that you would like to create. Because there's no sense lying. If you lie to yourself, this is the paradoxical intent, right? If you're saying and you're slapping on 250,000 to that board, and yet you don't feel that that's possible from within. Um, and I don't mean that you have to go create it. I mean, somebody walks up to you, hands you a check. Could you receive it? If you feel any kind of resistance in there, and yet you do the practice of, well, I could do 150, and you put 150 on that board, you are in alignment with what you're asking for. So if you have 100 pounds to lose, and you truly want it um, and you're 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 taking the steps to do that um, and yet there's some feeling inside of you that it's impossible well then drop down go to 90 go to 80 go to 70 if you get down to three celebrate do the three pounds it'll shift over time um, but the importance is being truthful with yourself and what feels where you are in that moment and then that will lead to exponential growth and that's you know we can leapfrog we can go you know how you'll hear a story about someone being an overnight success and rarely do we look at the fact that they were in business for 15 years or 20 years or you know whatever the case may be um there's a good uh argument there or a good case not argument there's a good case there for once they lined up with what and they felt they were deserving of or receiving of that that happened and it seemed like it was overnight and yet it uh wasn't um it, it's still celebrational material to be able to say, yes, I lined up because the timing doesn't matter. Listen, you got enough lifetimes coming. So timing is not something that we really need to be all pressurized about. So um, feel what it feels like to be in line with yourself. And if something feels like it's a little out of whack or wonky, 
shifted, but do it incrementally because those micro movements are really what's important. And that's what adds up. So just like um, where I said, if you say something once, it's not going to manifest. Well, if you do things over and over and over again, and you line your energy up, it will. And I don't know about you, but I'd much rather the things that I see happening in my world um, that I'm not so thrilled with uh, be less than the ones where I'm celebrating every day that, yes, I did want that. So the, the important thing to take away here, I feel, is that um, when you have knowledge and you apply it, you're, you've already succeeded, already succeeded. If you look at this in one area, so there are, um, I actually love the books by Esther Hicks. I feel like the, she does a very nice job of making it relatable to the world. Um, and I feel like it's important to have those sources when, and, and, you know, use your own intuition with this too. There's so much material out there. Feel what resonates with you as being the, the way to learn about something. Um, so I know that, um, I have attracted all of you into my world and that just makes me absolutely giddy on a daily basis. And as a very transparent, um, law of attraction, uh, story here, I was working on, and I still am expanding all of the services that I offer. And I was gangbusters, man. You probably saw it if you've been following me for a while. There was stuff coming out left and right all over the place. And then I looked at what was really going well in my life. What was happening and where was my joy? And where was I most aligned? That's working with people, doing my sessions, my coaching. And then it was the podcast. And the success of the podcast has been a perfect example of the law of attraction, I think, for me anyway, because it's something I do out of love. It's something I do because I want to share this information. And I also am so grateful to one listen. And then we hit 10,000 listen. We're almost at 11,000 listens. And that, to me, is pure giddy land. That is something where I'm like, I may never meet every person who's listened. And yet, they're somehow in my attraction field. And that, to me makes this whole universe feel like a like a very supportive hug and that's how I want to go through my life so when I looked at I stepped back and looked at my business and where was I stressing and where was I in joy it helped me relax it helped me to make some very challenging decisions about what needed to go on the back burner and simmer for a little bit and where was I going to run with the um, energy of alignment. So thank you for being part of this and for contributing your energy, your messages, subscribing, 
the reviews on Apple, I, I am humbled. I absolutely, they can bring me to tears some days. So thank you for that as well. And um, if you have any questions, uh, Vicki at VickiBaird.com, at Coach Vicki Baird, all the social media platforms. Uh, that's me who's responding. And um, I'm so grateful. And I hope you go out there and you work your law of attraction. Thank you. VickiBaird.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.